0: Welcome to Conversations and Connections with HBA Canada, the podcast that gives you access to industry leaders and offers valuable insights for career growth. We will be bringing you monthly episodes that include interviews with influential leaders and HBA members from Healthcare and the Life Sciences, where they will offer career insights and key lessons they've learned. We will also be bringing you discussions highlighting essential career topics, like networking, mentorship, finance, and more. Our podcast gives HBA members a chance to learn and grow together in their careers and their personal lives. Be part of the conversation as we aim to achieve our goal of getting more women into leadership roles. So don't delay and join us. Welcome back to the HBA Podcast. Are you ready to start living your best life? We have got you covered because we have an expert on the podcast today who will walk through what high performance coaching is and the amazing impact that it can have. Today, we have the exciting opportunity to have a multi award-winning coach with two decades of extensive international career experience, amplifying professionals with her expertise in growth and development. Through her training, she has helped hundreds of people worldwide to live their best, most meaningful lives. Our guest today is Laura Caven. Laura, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Christina. I'm really grateful for this opportunity. It's such a pleasure to be here today with you. Thank you so much.
0: We are so excited and, Thankful that you've made the time to come on the show and educate our listeners. So let's start right off by explaining for anyone who doesn't know what high performance coaching
1: is. Okay, what a brilliant place to start. So in a nutshell, Christina, high performance coaching is really a process and it's a process to explore the ways which you can reach heightened, not only heightened, but sustained levels of both performance and potential. And that's across all areas of your life. So as a certified high performance coach and positive psychology coach, my job is to really work with you through a process that's designed to help you explore five key areas. And they are your clarity, because if we don't have clarity, we can't go anywhere. Our energy, our courage, our productivity and our influence and in my experience what I've noticed is that if we work to develop mastery in these five areas that you without a doubt just feel so much more purposeful so much more fulfilled and as a result you know all the ships in your harbour rise across all life arenas so as a high performance coach when I'm working with you I typically explore how first of all how clear you feel about your overall life goals I look at whether or not you've got the physical energy and the mental stamina to perform at your best. I look at how confidently, how boldly you're showing up in this world. I look at what distractions or maybe poor habits are causing you to fall short in some areas. And then by contrast, what routines and habits are going to keep you on track so that you can better influence, lead and inspire everyone you serve in your life. Does that, that make is,
0: sense? <laughs> that does and actually you said something and it got me thinking and I'm sure I'm not the only one so can you just expand on what you meant by you said clear about your life goals like a clear feeling I feel like every, there's I've had so many conversations with people that you're just kind of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life is are we
1: actually supposed to know <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really interesting that's a great question so people talk about like meaning and purpose right? Mm. As if it's this like golden ticket that one day we're going to arrive at and it's out there in the future and it's something that we're all aspiring to. And here's how I interpret that. In my opinion it's not about chasing that golden ticket, it's about bringing it down into daily practice to live more purposefully and more meaningfully on a daily basis, right? Rather than it being this big shiny object that we never reach I try to bring that into my practice so that we can find ways that my clients can make their lives feel more meaningful, fulfilled, and purposeful each and every day, instead of it being something out there that we aspire to, to reach. It's amazing.
0: Okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's a day-to-day thing rather than a, yeah. a
0: future a future goal, I would say. See, listeners, okay, we're good. we will <laughs> s- slow and steady. So also I noticed on your website, you talked about positive psychology coaching and I was, oh, I wonder what that means. So I thought, why don't you let us know what that means, how it improves your performance, your
1: productivity and your life? Of course, yeah, I'd love to. So simply put, positive psychology is really the science of well-being. Right, it's a huge buzzword that everyone is talking about today, but it truly is so important, and there's so much science behind it. So, it's the scientific study of human flourishing and an applied approach to optimal functioning. It's also been defined as the study of the strengths and virtues that enable us as individuals as communities and as organizations to truly thrive and in my opinion and expertise and experience what positive psychology does is it provides my clients with scientific insights and tools which help us do many things some of which might be identifying what's going well in your life and building on the positives that are already exploring your meaning your value your purpose exactly what we were just talking about bringing that down into your daily life and me giving you the tools and strategies to do that elevating your strengths and helping you understand your relationship with perhaps the gaps that are there also because positive psychology isn't all about just let's be positive and ignore <laughs> anything that's not going well it's about focusing on the good it's not saying that we don't acknowledge there's other stuff we need to work on but when we focus on our strengths we naturally tend to close those gaps anyway it's about becoming more resilient and more resourceful it's about establishing and maintaining connection in all of your relationships professionally and personally and it's about accomplishing your goals and defining what success looks like to you as an individual and honestly so much more I could literally go on all day about it but hopefully that gives you an insight into how positive psychology coaching and high performance coaching can really give you a new level in all areas of your life.
0: Yeah. And I think I had heard that earlier this year talking with people that by focusing on your positives and your strengths, it works on closing the gap with some of your weaknesses. And I think it's just enough to be like aware.
1: Exactly, You
0: would sort of teach that awareness to to learn here's your strengths and here's your weaknesses, but let's not focus on this type of thing.
1: Yeah. I think it's important to know what your blind spots are, right? Mm -hmm. And potential where you're going to trip up. It's so good to know that, but instead of focusing on those areas that are maybe our blind spots, having awareness around them, and being able to focus on our strengths, I think is way more important and way more meaningful. I love that. Tell us
0: more about how we can activate our full potential. And what a glimpse of that would look like
1: during the coaching experience with you. All right. Sounds good. So, <laughs> Christina, here's where you're going to get to know my personality a little bit more. I am an extremely straight shooter. I am a coach that is very clear <laughs> in, in my communication. And the way that I can help you activate your full potential is few is through a few different avenues and different modali- modalities of coaching as well. So that can come in the form of challenge. And as a coach, I'm confident enough to challenge my clients. And I'm okay with sometimes, honestly, holding them in a little bit of discomfort, only with the end goal in sight, right? Because when we try and gloss over the discomfort in our body, and I notice that, I'll maybe pull my clients back into it just to let them sit in it for a minute. Because in that challenge and in that discomfort, honestly is when the breakthroughs and the transformations happen and so it's coming from a place of love but I'm confident enough in my coaching to hold my clients there in order for them to get the breakthroughs and transformations. It also comes in the form of collaboration, accountability, And celebration. I am your biggest cheerleader, but I am definitely going to hold you accountable. I'm definitely going to challenge you when I need it. I know when to lean into those difficult conversations, especially if you're feeling stuck. And I have the right questions to help you experience those breakthroughs, those transformations. And that's done by you arriving at your own emotional truths, your own emotional commitments. All I'm doing is simply guiding you to them, essentially. Does that make sense? That's about activating your true potential because let's face it, Christina, we all know that nothing amazing happens when we (laughs) stay small, right? Nothing amazing Mm -hmm. happens in our comfort zone. So my job is to help you recognize your pure potential and power that is already inside you and then help you to take the actionable steps through a framework to become that version of you, that you have inside and operate through great habits and higher confidence and I will always be your biggest cheerleader I'm always in your corner when you step into that ring as a coach I'm always there but I will hold you to account and I'll encourage you to honor yourself in a way that you never have before because there's such power in that and I do this by walking you through an outcome driven science-backed framework that's designed to lead in manageable growth over time none of this is rocket science right (laughs) it's about taking small steps over time layered in on top of each other to get huge results impactful results and it's just the most incredible thing to witness the growth and the expansion that my clients experience through this high performance coaching and through positive psychology it literally fills my heart
0: Love that kind of gave me like the goosebumps a bit hearing you say that. And I think the hardest thing is holding ourselves accountable. Right. So having a coach, I can see where, you know, and direction, accountability, all of that is so important versus trying to just do it yourself. Absolutely. Let's say we're all extremely busy. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's always the first thing that gets put to the side. It's to the side mm. definitely.
1: And it's about understanding the strategies, right? There's two reasons so you will not have a goal. Two reasons mainly, that's it. Number one, the goal is unrealistic or it's not clear enough, right? It's not clear enough, the deadlines aren't right or it's just, it's the wrong goal. So that's one reason you're not going to hit it. The second reason is you don't have the correct strategies and that's where a coach can really help you develop the strategies to make sure that you can reverse engineer that goal and hit the key milestones along the way with the right strategies. To get into the end result
0: yes it's almost like doing like the smart goals for yourself which are always so i'm so bad at those two words here's where i need to be even at work and then you're like okay how do i reverse engineer this for the 30 60 90 and Mm -hmm. yeah that's where help please (laughs) so i love that no link how to get in contact with you and the website on the show notes But I saw when I was looking through your website, which is so great, I encourage everyone just to take a minute, go in the link in the show notes and go to the website. So you outlined the six high performance habits. Can you just walk through those for the listeners?
1: Of course. And what I'm actually maybe going to do is just try and give you a wee bit of context around that, if that's okay. So these six high performance habits are based on... The world's largest study of high performers which was conducted by the high performance institute and it was this study was done to provide answers to three questions so the first question is why do some individuals and teams succeed more quickly than others and sustain that success over the long term okay so that's question number one question number two the study was done to provide answers to was Of those who pull it off, why are some people so miserable and some happy on their journey? And the third question is, what motivates people to reach for higher levels of success in the first place? And what kinds of habits, training and support help them continue to improve? So the answer is that these high performers, successful people, they sought breakthroughs training and coaching in six critical areas from which the six high performance pillars are formed. So number one is psychology, number two is physiology, number three is productivity, number four is people, number five is presence and number six is purpose. So the six high-performance pillars are formed from these areas of life. And that's what I coach people through in the program.
0: I love that they're all P's. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's fascinating.
1: Right? (laughs) We all know super high-performers who are introverts and extroverts. So there's room for everyone. But the way that I would say it is that the people I coach are already high performers they know how to be successful Mm -hmm. success is not honestly is not my client's issue there are coaches out there that's going to help you Mm -hmm. get to a certain level but I'm already working with the niche of high performers so people who are already successful in their field or in their arena now define success right that's Mm -hmm. kind of what I said earlier it's about understanding your own definition of success because your version of success will be different to mine but I know that most people I'm working with are already quote unquote successful in their own right so that is not the issue that that my clients tend to be struggling with it's more about helping them sustain it yeah avoid burnout because they are always pushing themselves right it's about helping them live congruently in all areas of their life and not show up for example quite a lot of my clients will be crushing it at work and maybe falling short of it in their harmony at home right so I I like to help people understand that it's not about work getting the best of you and your family getting the rest of you it's mm. about trying to pour into yourself so that everyone gets the best version of you. Everyone. And it okay. is possible.
0: That hits home. It's like how right. you sometimes yeah. you look at those people and you get, how are you balancing your whole life of being really successful? Mm-hmm. And still you're doing all these things. You're great as a parent
1: you're volunteering. And it's like, mm. I want that formula. I think first of all, I'm just going to give you permission to say that you're probably not going to achieve balance because balance, Christina, means equal measure. So let's think about that. Let's think about what that actually means. That means you need to give equal weight to all areas of your life, which I think is unachievable. So straight away, if we're looking for balance, I feel like we're looking for something that doesn't exist. And as women, I feel like we tend to put everyone's needs ahead of our own. So what I like to try and coach my clients on is let's try and find some work-life harmony, right? You hear the difference? So harmony to me means that the strings are playing more and sometimes the wood sections play more in the orchestra. But when it comes together, it creates a beautiful harmony, right? Sometimes we can't give equal weight to all areas. Can you give equal weight to your relationships, your work, your health? your wealth, your spirituality, your community, your fun. I don't know that I can, but I know that I can balance out the harmony and I can Mm -hmm. say sometimes I'm going to give a little bit more to this area, but I'm going to try and focus on the other area next week or tomorrow or I'm going to make this balance out or have a conversation that allows people to understand why this is happening so I think it's a bit more freeing to aspire for some harmony in our life than balance wouldn't you agree yeah
0: that is like a huge aha moment for me and now I feel like there's I don't know about you listeners but I feel like I'm like pressure is lifted a little bit yeah this is why coaches are so important because I would never have thought about that because you just hear these people balance balance and I can't do it all
1: yeah exactly and so many women in corporate life are struggling with that pressure and so what happens is I witness it a lot where I'm actually holding up a cup of water here you can't see that but what happens is as we pour out of that cup some for work some for our boss some for our team some for this big project we're on right now some for our kids some for our family. as we keep doing what happens to that cup eventually if we just keep pouring out what happens
0: yeah you know empty
1: right we're pouring out for the house we're pouring out for the animals whatever it is yeah and that's burnout that's when Mm -hmm. we burn out and so what I try to kind of make my clients realize is we cannot pour from an empty cup once we are empty we're no use to anyone yeah so What if we rather focused on, which feels counterintuitive to so many of us, what happens if we rather focus on pouring into ourselves first, before anyone else? What happens if we start filling that cup up with water again? What's going to happen physically to the cup? Overflow? Correct. It'll (laughs) fill up and then it'll overflow so everyone gets the best of you. Right, you're overflowing with abundance and energy and, and clarity and courage mm-hmm. and productivity versus that empty feeling where you're trying to like scrape what little energy you have together so mm-hmm. I'm, I really try and help put you at the center of this and make sure that we fill your cup first
0: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, especially women and within the pandemic, I think a lot of people can really relate to that. And that actually kind of leads me, I was going to ask this later on, but while we're on the topic of burnout, let's just say in it for a minute. So do you have advice for our listeners on recovering from burnout or even preventing it or how to see those signs? Like, how do you know Mm -hmm. when you're filling everyone's cup and neglecting your own?
1: Oh my goodness, literally, I could talk about this all day long. Like I mentioned earlier, I think it's about putting yourself at the centre of that, right? Setting healthy boundaries is such a huge part of preventing burnout. Being able to say no to things without justifying yourself it is very difficult. But again, you get we work on tools and strategies to help you to be able to do that, really serve everyone as a result. And really understanding your worth. And putting that at the centre of every decision you make will also help. And like I said, most women struggle with this because they're so busy serving everyone else. One of my clients, Courtney, and she's very happy for me always to share her story. Her testimonials is actually on my website. But when I started working with Courtney, like she came to me in 2020. So at the start of the pandemic, and she was on her knees, quite honestly. She has a high-level career in the pharmaceutical industry. She has four kids under 13. They're all in sports and and huge commitments. Um, Married to a principal of a high school, of a primary school, and just so much pressure, so much pressure. And she came to me just looking for these tools and strategies to be able to create a bit more harmony across all areas of our life because like you she was pulling off these 14 hour days and a plus, right? While mm-hmm. having four kids at home. Um and trying to juggle all that brings and trying to get the clarity to work and be a mum and the pressures and the guilt that's associated with that. So Courtney and I really worked on filling her cup. And it felt weird for her at the start and it felt difficult. But we kept working on it and we developed boundaries that really helped her Mm. we developed such healthy boundaries that that literally changed her life we put her back in her own calendar and we focused on her health her well-being her ability to be able to compartmentalize and time block effectively so lots of productivity strategies working smarter not harder right and literally she is the definition of flourishing she has had I think at least one if not two promotions since then her kids are flourishing she is just enjoying being a mom more than she ever has and it's just by making a few simple tweaks right introducing Mm -hmm. a few simple mindfulness tools that are backed in neuroscience by the way to help with clarity which in turn allows us to make those better decisions move more quickly more rationally and honestly that is a neuroscience piece that I could go into and again talk for hours on but (laughs) it's really hard to be rational when you're stressed out like physiologically physiologically the pathways the neural pathways get blocked when we're stressed so it's harder to make clear focused decisions rational decisions so again I'll just say we cannot pour from an empty cup ladies oh my God.
0: I was like oh that explains a lot of the stress. <laughs> so for the listeners that are like on the fence of should I reach out to a coach or do, am I struggling with burnout how do you identify that you're not really putting yourself first is there something that you can say to them this is your aha if you're listening to this how do you approach I think, that
1: I think probably my first point would be Like just on a scale of one to 10, how have you been feeling like from a mental vibrancy point of view over the last three months and a physical vibrancy point of view? Just look at your energy. Your energy will tell you everything. And it's such a huge part of leadership. So I would just score on a one being the lowest, 10 being the best. How physically vibrant do I feel in the last three months and how mentally strong and vibrant do I feel and I think you'll get the answer you don't need to be struggling with burnout to to work with a coach right it's awesome to recognize that and work with a coach from that place but it's also amazing when you're a 10 to be like yes. let's go I want to be working with a coach and maintaining this and staying in momentum and creating more and more and more I'd
0: love that so now it really seems that you can ask yourself that question. And then how, yeah, how do I sustain this and accomplish maybe even more? Or if yeah. you're feeling like burnouts there, then, you know, maybe there's something you can do. And then I'm sure too, like within the coaching program for the highs and lows, you sort of, there's strategies that you can walk your clients through to say, okay, when, you know, life throws you all those lemons, here's some sort mm-hmm. of strategies to, I don't know, should I say bad? What is the, <laughs> make some lemonade. There we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like i yeah, mixing analogies that's, that's exactly what a coach does <laughs> that's okay we get it that's exactly what we do and it's not always about like I said it doesn't need to be from a place of lack it can be anywhere you are as long as you feel like having someone in your corner would be beneficial I would encourage you to reach out to a coach every single time I think honestly I believe that everyone should have coach everyone should have a therapist right it's my true belief in life so that we can clean up the past and focus on the future and that's how I would make the distinction between the two so therapy is more past focused coaching is more focused I think that winning combination is amazing
0: I was like writing that down the stairs it is true it's using all of the tools in your toolbox and there's we have access now to coaching and to therapy and a lot of times you've got coverage for one if not the other so I love that we're we really to be our best selves. Don't be shy about mm-hmm. trying to, to take on both. But I want to get back into talking about the coaching programs.
1: What does that look like? Coaching on productivity. So again, it's about just getting those strategies in place and understanding that it's about Working smarter, not harder. I'm so passionate about coaching and productivity, especially with women, because they are so used to spinning so many plates and being all the things to all the peoples. Like I said earlier, a huge part of increasing your productivity is introducing some healthy boundaries for yourself in all areas of your life. It's that effectiveness, not busy. Like, I bet on those 14-hour days, if you had some tools and strategies to support yourself, you could have bashed out more work in nine hours than you did in the 14 right if those pathways were open and you had more clarity and more focus and more rational decision making ability in that time because you weren't all over the place or overwhelmed you would have got a lot more done so it's definitely not about being busy it's about being effective and the biggest game changer honestly for gaining presence and peace is to have productive time and I think those two go hand in hand the more present we are the more productive we are the more productive we are the more present we are
0: yeah that's hard the days where I do start to get really overwhelmed or anxious I'll just be like I need like a distraction and then you're like oh my gosh I just wasted 20 minutes like trying to mm-hmm. deal with being overwhelmed so I think yeah. I'm sure like as I'm I think I'm an elder millennial but I'm sure that there's a lot of people especially in I would say the millennials that where I'm seeing, at least we're all struggling with the focus and how to, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Like you said, be productive and how to Mm -hmm. like push all the other things away.
1: I actually have a tool that I'm happy to share with you and your listeners. Um, And it's, it's my like habits for higher productivity so I can absolutely get that to you if it's helpful it's like my top tips to be more productive and it's a downloadable pdf that I can share with you if it's helpful
0: yeah that's perfect and then that way we can get it to any of the listeners
1: yeah if it just might be a few little strategies to help you on your way
0: When you're balancing how to be productive in your work, and then all of a sudden you're volunteering through any, Mm -hmm. any volunteering board that, that anyone could be working on. And I always find that I love this is like how to do both really well, where it doesn't, like you said, take 14 hours. So that's really exciting.
1: And thank you for that. Of course. It's about not spreading yourself too thinly, right?
0: Right. So I'm just kind of making sure we're covering everything. And I love this question. How does leadership differ in healthcare as opposed to other sectors? Especially during the pandemic, how are you finding that, and what is your sort of thoughts on that? I
1: definitely think over the last few years we've touched on it. Right, there's been the burnout issue, and I've seen that more and more coaching through the pandemic. I'm not necessarily sure that the leadership differs in healthcare. I think the pressures on The expectations over the last year were different from society, and the pressures of the pandemic were different. But I'm not sure leadership necessarily differs. What I do notice in healthcare is still a huge, like, large gender parity issue, especially in senior leadership positions within the healthcare business. And this is something that I am hugely passionate about changing through coaching and developing more women in that high-level leadership. In relation to the pandemic, what saddens me the most is the effect that it has had on women in this industry. Covid, in my opinion, knocked the hard work of closing that gender gap back by at least 20 years, Christina. And the reason I say that is because, and I'm obviously completely generalising here, but this is just what I'm witnessing, was that when hybrid or remote positions were offered, a lot of women have taken them up. And again, only in my experience through coaching, I've noticed more men have chosen largely to go back to the office. So those conversations around the water cooler are predominantly male. The post-work socialising is, again, mostly male. The golf days are resurrecting, right? You can see all of this coming back. And the problem with this model is that because, and the women are working, in my opinion, so hard. I'm seeing people log on before the school run, take the kids to school, get back in the office, back on computers, finishing thing kids and getting them to bed and then logging back on at night. And it is a fast track to burnout. I actually think a lot of people who are working remotely are working. And the problem with this model is that women are becoming physically less visible in the workplace and therefore when these leadership roles are being considered who's the most prominent in the minds of the decision makers yeah in my opinion it's always the ones that are most visible so Mm -hmm. that's why I coach women to make sure that they're still visible and networking more than ever despite their physical location so I'm not sure it's so much about leadership for me as about visibility of pushing yourself forward speaking up making sure that you are still in the minds of those decision makers. Yeah. Does, that, is, does that make sense?
0: That absolutely makes sense. And I think that's why there's definitely days where it's you used to feel that, oh, why am I doing this? And that's why I do what I do at HBA and I do the podcast because it really is about trying to help women to get into the leadership role. Yeah. So passionate and I'm so happy that we're in Canada because It's its you've got to elevate those women leaders. 100%. And especially now, I'm so worried that, like you said, it's going to regress. And then you're going to mm-hmm. see all of that advancement that we made of women, kind of women that Absolutely. want to be in those positions, miss, missing out. Definitely. And I'll maybe we'll, we'll have to get a few tips on, on networking too, from you to, I, it's hard. I mean, especially if you're an introvert, we had an event and how do you get out there and feel comfortable meeting people and networking? Mm-hmm. So, feel like that's where people need coaches
1: (laughs) how do you get out of
0: your shell now I'm telling you it's tough it's after three years of COVID I went to my first big networking event and I was like I don't want to do this I don't
1: want to do this oh my gosh
0: so yeah
1: you still feel that resistance rise in your body right like walking into a room and doing that again for sure but there's more ways to make yourself visible than physical networking too so there's so many ways to keep your yourself at the front of people's minds.
0: That's awesome. i can not give you all my secrets. <laughs> no, that's why people need to reach out to you. Because even to be honest, I've thought after our first conversation, I was like, I wonder if this is something that I could work for. What do you think is the biggest hesitation for people when they think about hiring a coach? And what advice can you give to the listeners about that? Kind of overcoming it? Yeah,
1: this is a great question. Because there is a lot of resistance from some people and then there's so much desire from others and I think it's about how you frame things and how you look at things for some people they think if they're seeking coaching that others might perceive them as needing help and honestly their ego gets in the way of them stepping into their truest self based on worrying about the opinions of others the opinions of others by the way who are not paying your mortgage or progressing your career it tends to be the ironic thing is that (laughs) the people who would judge you for working with a coach are not the people you would ever wish to take advice from my rule of thumb in life is always to take advice from people who are in a position I'd like to be in right I don't take advice from people who are not in a position I want to be in life so the naysayers usually have never worked with a coach and would never open themselves up to such growth so It's about getting into that circle of influence, making sure that you are not always the smartest person in your circle of influence. Get Mm -hmm. around people who lift you up and don't always be the person who's lifting everyone else up. So really develop that, I call it my circle of influence, and get around people who work with coaches, who are progressing to the levels you want to ask them how. I do only work with high performers, so... The people I work with are already successful and they're already invested in coaching. They know that they've got to where they've they've arrived so far through seeing value in continuous professional and personal growth and development. So generally, it's not something that I come up against, but I know that people do resist coaching. Usually the people I'm working with are already absolute ends of personal and professional growth. They wouldn't be where they are without it. Right. Another reason can be not understanding it fully and not understanding the incredible benefits of coaching. And that's why I would always recommend, Christina, that people have a connection call with a coach. Make sure, make sure that if you are meeting with a potential coach, that you're a good fit for each other and you like their coaching style. Not everyone coaches the same way. Book a call with any potential coach that you wish to work with and you'll learn exactly what you can achieve together in that call, or you should do. I would say book, I offer clients a strategy call to begin with, free of charge, 45 minutes where I just deliver pure value. And in that 45 minutes, we understand, both of us, we can tell straight away if we're going to make a great team or not. And in my opinion, that chemistry has to be there to get the best results because we become a team. I'd also recommend highly that you read as many testimonials from coaches existing clients to see if you connect with their experiences before working with a coach you'll learn so much from people like you that have been through a journey before you whether they're in your industry or not there's more likelihood you're going to learn from them than you know anyone else and then I think the third reason that gets in people's way in and it's especially with women is they struggle to invest in themselves right They'll happily buy their kids what they need. They'll spend on the household needs. They'll purchase thoughtful gifts for loved ones. But when it comes to feeling worthy enough of investing in themselves, sometimes they hold themselves back. And it's almost always a self-belief issue. So the way I see any coaching investment is, honestly, it's like a boomerang. Yes, you may be investing money in a coaching journey, but that investment will gather momentum and come back to you tenfold if you lean in and embody that work.
0: And then what about the time investment? What is, people are already, I'm balancing so much. How do I fit that in? How would you say, I'm sure that you work with that, but how would you Mm. alleviate any pressures of people thinking I don't have time for it? And I'm using air quotes guys in time because I'm (laughs) sure
1: you should make time for this. Yeah, what I would say is if we, instead of saying I don't have time, I would like to change your language and say, I don't make it a priority, right? Mm. So we have time for what we make priority in our life. And also, in order to hit any target, first of all, we need to pull the arrow back, right? If you imagine a bow and arrow, first we need to pull it back in order to hit the target. So we have to pull back to look in and to get that clarity. And really, an hour of your time every two weeks or thereabouts, we are... You get to reflect and truthfully missing link that I find the most with high performers is they're so future focused. They're great at planning. They've got to-do lists everywhere. They're great (laughs) at doing, but where they struggle is to be, right? So I really encourage you to take that hour just to be and to reflect. The reflection piece leaves so many clues. And if we are missing that piece of reflection as high performers, we're missing all those clues that our past successes have left us. Wow. So reflection is key.
0: Amazing. And I'm just looking at the time. So before we wrap up, can you walk us through the options for coaching programs and give us some insights into how do we know what's best, the best options, I guess, for what we're trying to achieve?
1: Of course. So I offer one-to-one coaching one-on-one coaching in high performance and positive psychology I also offer a group option for that if you'd rather learn in a social environment so it would be groups of people and working with a coach with myself and I also do team coaching as well so work with corporations organizations to help their teams work more effectively together but I think it's difficult to know which would suit you best and how to identify the right program without having that initial strategy call together because this is not about what I see is right for you it's about me understanding your vision your desire your needs your goals and together achieving and creating some actionable steps and discussing which program would suit you best based on your desired outcomes honestly only if you feel like you and your coach would make a great team it has to be there in my opinion so I would say have that initial call with a coach there's no pressure there's no expectation and and make sure that you have chemistry and that you communicate what you're looking to achieve and they will guide you to the right program
0: amazing and then what if you don't for any of those who don't have this is exactly what I want to achieve you can still work with them to say okay this is what can help get
1: clarity yeah we'll dig into your clarity on that call (laughs) We can call it a clarity call, we can call it a strategy call, whatever, a connection call. But it's really about us just getting to know one another and identifying how best we could work together should we feel we're a great fit.
0: This is amazing. And I love every time we get to talk. So listeners, I really encourage you, I'll link it in the show notes, reach out and have that initial call with Laura. And if it fits, I think that I can't imagine a better coach. I'm so excited for the HBA being able to work with you, especially all the great things. The listeners just wait to see what's coming in the next year. And Mm -hmm. to also listeners, a little bit of a preview. We're going to be having Laura back on the podcast in December, talking about how she got to where she is and giving us a little bit of her backstory. And you are not going to want to miss this episode. So again, Mm -hmm. thank you so much, Laura, for being on
1: the podcast today. Thank you so much Christina for having me and to everyone at HBA for trusting in me and for all that's to come like you said I'm excited about 2023.
0: It's gonna be great so listeners you've been listening to Conversations and Connection follow our HBA Canada LinkedIn page so you don't miss any exciting opportunities and events that are coming up and for all the great things that we're going to be having in 2023 stay tuned. I want to give a big thanks to our HBA community for listening today. I'm your podcast host and HBA regional leader, Christina Bellier. Make sure to connect with me and HBA Canada on LinkedIn and Twitter. And if you have a topic in mind or would like to join us in the podcast, let us know. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and please drop us a rate or review. Until next time, let's push boundaries and rise together.